little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello, and welcome to Spoilerama. I am Marina Gorski. Martin. And I'm Mick Jordan, not Martin. <laughs> You're John Michael Jordan. Yes. John Michael Paul. Yes. Jordan. What a fucking name. And we're off to a great start on <laughs> this week's podcast. Yes. Half the this week gone. we are um, talking about Mary Queen of Scots. Most of it. What do you mean? Because we saw most of it. Oh, yeah. Yes, we saw nearly oh. all of the film, so we can really comment on it. Yeah. Oh, that really pissed me off. We um we arrived late due to someone who was watching the film with us, and um, he said. Well, no, no, we're not going to mention any names about your husband. Yeah, <laughs> and he said, um, "There's ads. Not here. There isn't because we went to the Stella, and there's queues. No, it's Monday. It's not going to be packed, John. It's the Stella. There's like one showing a day. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be packed." No, it's not going to be packed, right? We got there exactly half six, which is ridiculous. And then he wanted to get food. And then obviously you wanted, we all wanted to get food because that's the whole point of the cellar as well. And he's like, the film won't, won't have started. I promise you, I'll bet with you. I said, okay, I'll bet with you too. And what did you win? Uh, we forgot to bet. <laughs> we just bet that, that that was it. It was a verbal bet. And as okay. soon as we came, it was so funny because the guy that takes the tickets and shows you where your seat is, he was at the door and we came in and as, as soon as I saw the film, I saw my face dropped and I just went, of course, my <laughs> listeners can't see with the face I did, but I looked. And but you man, can imagine, it yeah, was mine too. The man, the man with the tickets was just like, oh, you're down here, guys. Because <laughs> he saw the face and I just looked oh, at fury John. and yeah. rage. And the, I use this word where John knows I'm extremely pissed off and mad and I just go, murder. <laughs> Okay. Murder, I said to him. That was all. And um, yeah, he got a, a near full on the way home. That's good to know. Yeah. Didn't make up for the film, though. No. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So we went to see Mary Queen of Scots at the Stella. Um, despite what happened, it was still a lovely experience. It was. Yeah. So what do you uh, think about the film? Well, I thought the film was, it was very good. It was watchable. I mean, I was smarting as well for missing the start. I was going, I just, I hate missing the yeah, start film yeah. um, for t- now I, luckily I knew the story she had come from France back to Scotland but I would like to have seen that if it's there yeah because yeah, we don't know we don't know it's just there's a conference going on yeah. we don't know what point um, but what I thought about it while watching it was it was a history lesson yeah. it wasn't filmic yeah Even though it looked great at times very, but you were just there you were fe- it felt you were being told history yeah which is fine but there was several opportunities to be more dramatic and exciting and they were just getting going they'd stop yeah like particularly the battle scenes when she yeah. goes out to battle and she's all in armor which looked brilliant and the she landscape stunning, oh she yeah. looked amazing and everything like really epic and heroic and you see them all with their swords raised and then it's over in a matter of seconds which yeah. probably happened 
but it just seems like it's a skirmish in the woods yeah and then what happened? And then suddenly it's back onto the next scene. I'm all sitting around talking again. Yeah, I think one of the things that is um, a bit annoying because I always find that with historical, fi- with, yeah, historical films. Is that what you say? Yeah, yeah. that's um, people should try and make it as true as they possibly can, but at the same time, don't compromise the actual because film is an an experience. Yeah, and it's visual and. Most of the people would know kind of the story of Mary Queen of Scots, more or less, right? So, I yeah, I I try and make it a bit more dramatic and a bit more, you know, it kind of just looked like it was going through the book and said this happened then and yeah, then this well, happened that's exactly and then this it. happened and it, then this, this happened. Feel, and then this and yeah. then this and then yeah. this and after that this and after that this. That's yeah. what it felt. It was like it was a series of ticking off the, the incidents. Yeah, and. It, they didn't have to make anything up. They could, st- but they could just enhance yeah. the way. It's just the way it was told. Yeah, this is the pacing was slow. It just wasn't this, gripping enough. This is the problem. I think when you get that amount, that chunk of history, mm-hmm. I think they were trying to make it as true as possible because it was a huge chunk, and you think you'd have to go through all those moments, but yeah. you don't. And I always think when it comes to history, you have to get a small piece of information and elaborate on it because you're talking about there was a battle and then there was letters between her and Elizabeth and it was on and on and then she gets married and then there's this and then there's another rebellion starting and then you know she has to go and run away and then people you know and, and there's all these battles with the church with the with the Christians and all this mm-hmm. going on and you're trying to fit all that into two hours of film while at the same time trying to make it interesting yeah and this so is like i mean i've seen plenty of i love historical films yeah well, i and love I've them too yeah plenty of them and they've all been very gripping and exciting yeah and i've seen films about this period i've seen lots of films about henry the eighth and yeah. Boleyn and before that and after that um and of course i saw the favorite yeah which is now favorite is a completely different thing like i mean it's a farce it's deliberately sending it all up yeah so i don't expect that to go down this road but what's interesting was I didn't know much of the Mary Queen of Scots story. I knew the very basics. Yeah, but, same. So yeah. but watching it, I was saying, I wonder, did that happen? Was that true or not or whatever? So yeah, and so it did do that for me was I wanted to find out more afterwards. Yeah. But during the week as well, I found out that there were two previous versions of Mary Queen of Scots film versions. Oh, OK. I didn't know that. I knew there had been one in the 30s, with Catherine Hepburn, because I remember seeing a documentary about how Catherine Hepburn was playing Mary Queen of Scots. And another actress tested for the role of Elizabeth in disguise so no one would know her. And they thought she was brilliant. And she, they were going to cast her until they found out who it was. It was Ginger Rogers. And they said, no, you can't do that to Ginger Rogers. Like, she's too, she's the light star. She can't play yeah. this dramatic role. So I knew of that film. And I found it on YouTube during the week. And it's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's typical 30s film. At the time. Like Catherine Hepburn, for yeah, a start, yeah, as Mary Queen yeah. of Scots. Like, yeah. all wrong. With very... Um, upper middle class Western American Yeah, do you think voice. Ginger Rogers was wrong? Oh, well, Captain Hepburn, like at the time it would have made sense. She was a dramatic, mm. this is the point, she was a dramatic actress. But I mean, they so, it's so interesting to see the same scenes and the same events happening, but told in a different way. Like, you know, Botwell in this version, this mm. guy she marries at the end. Yeah. Now to me, I didn't realise how much a major character he was in her life from this film. But in that one, in the early version, she's the, he's the love of her life. 
and the very first time they meet like they hate each other but then they fall in love and then at one point he grabs her by the arms and says says oh can you not feel the passion within me as i hold you and she goes do are you forgetting that i am your queen and he goes are you forgetting that you are a woman <laughs> <laughs> oh i love 30s hollywood <laughs> this is just how they do these things and then another point when she's surrounded in a castle herself and botwell are up in a tower arms around each other gazing into the sky and she goes I always think of a star up there waiting for me and then suddenly it will light and I just miss it as it goes across the sky and just talking nonsense yeah, yeah, yeah. about stars but it's meant to be all and the music is playing and it's all poetic and romantic you yeah. say I'm sure that happened yeah. that probably <laughs> did happen to Mary Queen of Scots so it's all that like it's all And but what's really interesting is her first husband or second husband after the French king when he appears in the original 1930s film um, he's very camp now obviously they don't have homosexuals in 1930s yeah. film. So he's just a camp character who's useless and yeah, wasteful. Yeah. And I was saying, oh, well, therefore, he must have actually been what they're saying in the, current, in the current film. And then I found there's a 1972 version with Vanessa Redgrave as Mary Queen of Scots and Glenda Jackson as Elizabeth. And that was on film four a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. So I happened to record it because I knew I was going to see this. So I watched that yesterday. And it's, again, interesting because that's like each of these three films is of their time. The 1930s one, as I said, like all the bluster romantic. 1970s is very straightforward and honest. And this one is now very much of this era. Yeah, so yeah. They're interesting, but the same facts are in there. Yeah. Who she married, who she who turned on her, and the fact that her brother was a complete bastard. Yeah. Mm. And the fact that, because I understand his family, but the fact that she kept going back and trusting him. But I think it's, it's so uh, it's infuriating because nowadays, obviously, we realize. But at the time, you know, the fact that they just couldn't bear the fact that two queens were ruling like women. Oh, yeah. Well, that's very much in this one. That's like, the men trying to yeah. take over. And I get Elizabeth for not marrying. And yeah. like she's dead right because your other man that became a king became a little shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is it. So, this, they were trying to marry her off so that a man would be in charge. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And this is and that's what happened. And that's why Elizabeth refused to. And it makes perfect yeah. sense. Then. Yeah, absolutely. She was a very smart lady. Other than other things she did. But <laughs> well, beheaded on people. Yeah. But. Um, it was a time. You had I to thought do it. Margot Robbie was brilliant. She even was though excellent. Even though you don't see much of her mm-hmm. in it. Like, she's very little in it. At the start, maybe she was a bit more. But then throughout, it's more about Mary, obviously, because it's Mary, Queen of Scots. Um, and, oh, David Tennant. It took me a while to realise that was him. Oh, yeah. Well, I had seen before. Brilliant. I knew someone famous was playing John Knox. And I think I thought it was someone else. And then after a while, I said, I think that's David Tennant. And I said, yeah. oh, it is. That's who I heard. Yeah, yeah. he was really good. I realised who it was. And then John said, was that David Tennant? I was like, yeah, it is. He's actually brilliant. And of course, Saoirse's magical as always. Yeah. Oh, she was really She's, good in it. Yeah. And I'd be interested. I must, I'm dying to talk to Ian about it. Because uh, Ian obviously is Scottish. And yeah. he was, but I'd be interested, first of all, what he thought of her accent. Because to me it was perfect, but I'm not Scottish. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I thought uh, Dick Van Dyke's Cockney accent was perfect. Yeah, well even I knew that was wrong. <laughs> but yeah, well, but, I'm yeah. Not, I, I hadn't had contact. Any exposure to, yeah. to this, of course. But <laughs> I kind of, I don't think we can compare the two. Really. Fine. Saoirse Rowan in Scottish accent is Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> it's Okay, maybe like then Gerard Butler in P.S. I Love You with the Irish accent. Okay. Which is very phony. Right, well generally a lot of these Irish accents really are bad. Yeah. 
Mine is brilliant, though. Yeah, it's, a nat- it's natural. <laughs> it just natural. flows from you. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my CV if I'm acting. <laughs> I um, I can do an Irish yeah. accent. <laughs> Irish and Brazilian yeah. in the same sentence. Yeah. So, But yes, I would agree with you with Margot Robbie being very good and very moving. Like yes. I really yeah. felt for her. And what was interesting in all three films, they keep referring to Elizabeth as being barren. Yeah, and I think it's just to humi- humiliate her. Oh, it is. Or but, to but, get her to marry, to prove them wrong. But it's not, but in all three of them, it's Mary herself who calls her Baron. Yeah. Like she refers to her, the Baron Elizabeth. But only because she, I assumed, because she has another child, but she's not married. Now, Henry VIII had children all over the place, yeah. but he was a man and could hide it. Can't really hide it if you're a woman and yeah. the queen. So... I was wondering what this, and she clearly had relationships. So maybe it was a case she was actually Bear. unable to have oh, children. OK. And this and it was known because there's a lot of these things that you think are all were very well known in certain circles. Like you see the fact that she sends someone to marry Mary Queen of Scots and Mary yeah. immediately knows it's her lover. Yeah. And that's in all three versions as well, that she rejects him because she knows it's Elizabeth's lover. So it's obviously well known. Okay, but so well, I didn't get things. that bit. Why was it then? Because then she'd become Elizabeth's subject. Um. Well, no. In the second version, her logic was she knew she he would be rejected. She sent him because she knew Mary would know that it was oh, her okay. lover yeah. and would reject it. And part of the offer was if she took him as her husband, she could have succession. Ah. So therefore, she was rejecting succession. Uh, I so that was so her it was plan, plan. Yeah, yeah. and she deliberately sent, and in the 1970s version she deliberately sent your man who she did end up marrying the fop yeah but and this he was played by Timothy Dalton in the 1970s okay. version you know Timothy Dalton no. he was James Bond oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so yeah, completely yeah. different one like, of the first ones wasn't he he was after Roger Moore okay yeah so it was so it was very interesting like seeing a 1970s film with all these strange interesting people turning up when they're very young yeah uh, so it is I did feel it just petered out at the end as well like that whole meeting between them I think that did ha- they never actually met no they did never they? did this, yeah. I know, did you see Saoirse Ronan was on Graham Norton talking about it and she was describing this as Graham Norton says well Elizabeth and Mary never actually did meet she says no we took some artistic license with that and lied <laughs> <laughs> but the I have read somewhere else that there's, there's no proof that they didn't mm. like I mean they could in all in the other two films they'd meet as well because they have to it's for dramatic purposes you'd have to have yeah them meet. yeah but they may in all three they meet in secret like it's a secret meeting oh. so it could have happened I think it must did. have because yeah. I mean they weren't exactly continents apart yeah they were in the one landmass easily and for the last 20 years or so of her life she was a prisoner in England so it's more than likely Elizabeth sneaked in to visit her or something like that. Um, but yet that scene of the two of them where Elizabeth says she can come to England and she'll keep her safe. In other words, keep her as a prisoner. Yeah. But that whole scene was very good in one respect, but nothing happened in it. There was no, it didn't progress the story in any way. No, no, but it kind of did in the fact that the way Mary um, acted towards Elizabeth and then yeah. she had obviously at the end surprise surprise Mary is decapitated um, <gasps> spoiler yes I know everyone knows <laughs> I'm joking God. Um, so I think that's 
that was the whole point. Mm. And especially because that seemed to make Elizabeth's decision to agree to the decapitation easier. Decapitation. Beheading. Beheading. Decapitation. Sorry. <laughs> we refer to a hanging as the trottling. <laughs> Um, Sentence him to be trussled by the <laughs> neck. Uh, no, uh, the beheading easier because she called her her inferior. She called Elizabeth oh, yeah. her inferior, which I don't know if that happened. I say it did. Well, if they, well, she did regard in all the because her whole concept of and the reason why Elizabeth was threatened was because people said Elizabeth wasn't legitimate because Anne Boleyn was Henry's second wife while Catherine of Aragon was still alive. Yeah. Like he divorced her just so he created a new law so he could divorce Catherine of Aragon to marry Anne Boleyn. So as far as everyone's concerned, Anne or Elizabeth was bastard child. And therefore, the, the Elizabeth is Elizabeth was Catherine's daughter. No, no. Anne Boleyn. Sorry. Oh, Elizabeth. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say Mary was Catherine's daughter. Mary yeah, was Mary was. Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, when Mary yeah. died childless, Elizabeth was the next in line. But they Henry all the said curse on his children. Oh, yeah. But they the all women barren. <laughs> all of them. Well, this is it. None of his children had children. Yeah. And it, well, none of his legitimate officially. Because again, they were all by. He had one wives. boy, didn't he? He's one boy who was the king. He after died. Him, who died young. Yeah. And Mary succeeded him. But um, and that was it. it was all, it's all down to religion because Edward, who succeeded him, was very strongly Protestant. And Edward tried to stop Mary from becoming queen because Mary was very Catholic and was going to reform everything. Like they just kept changing everything back yeah. and forth. And so Edward arranged, um, Edward appointed as his heir, Lady Jane Grey, who was his cousin, um, on the basis of that Mary wasn't legitimate. And I don't know why he but didn't bother with Elizabeth, but anyway, he was just he went along, and Lady Jane was declared queen, even though there was no r- line of succession; it was just a distant connection. And so she was queen for nine days, <laughs> and because Mary's army fought her army, and Lady Jane was executed. And there's a film about her called Lady Jane as well, with Helen Bonham Carter as Lady Ooh, Jane. That's really good. It's one of our when Helen Bonham Carter was starting off in the eighties. It's a really good film. That's and then Mary yeah, took over yeah. and then Elizabeth and then the whole irony of it was Mary's son James who became king after Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um and I love the the and it's probably happened a lot at that time when the king would get sick or whatever, people would start getting nervous and you know, and, and I love how the fact that she got the pox mm-hmm. and it spread and Mary got excited and sent her a letter. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you put me as an heir or whatever oh, yeah. like, and oh, the way you... get well soon but won't you put yeah. me as an heir <laughs> and then she, she Mary, um, Elizabeth just goes she knows <laughs> about the box <laughs> and that sorry but that's just, just women doesn't it oh Ooh, she got the box <laughs> she's ugly <laughs> I don't think it was that I know, she's ugly I know, it was that I she know. might die it was the main thing but that's women, isn't it? I would like to point out that Marina is speaking on her own behalf here. This is not reflecting views of Spoilerama. No, no, I'm just saying. No, because there is a thing, you know, where women can be, which we're trying to change. No, <laughs> women. Species. Yeah. No, it is that, you know, women a lot of the time, for a long time, didn't support other women. That actually, they're put against each other a lot of the time. Um, okay. So this is what the old men, yeah. men pitting you up against each other. You know what she said about you? She yeah. called you fat. Mary. <laughs> she has the pox. All spotty. All spotty. She had this white thing now on her face to cover it. 
Yeah. So there you go. And I'm surprised no one else got the pox next to her. Because there was no vaccines or anything at that time for the pox. But that's why she got the pox. That's but why that's everyone what I mean. was getting Everyone it. around her okay. didn't get it. See, there... Probably you some did. people did. You just didn't hear about them all. They just yeah, but it was in the all. film. Anyway. Right. Yes, Mick, thank you. I'm just letting you know what time it is in yeah. the podcast that we're at the twin. Wow. Oh. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening. Mark's out of 10. Oh, yeah, Mark's out of 10. I will give it a 7. I'll give it three stars because yeah. I think it's it's well done. It's well made. The actors are great. It's just, well, I think I was expecting a lot more. I think that I'm disappointed yeah, yeah, in that. I yeah. really thought it was going to be great. And it was just good. Yeah. Yeah, because we had a huge expect like... Yeah, expectations for it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, so that's it for us now. We'll see you in two weeks. It's two weeks that we do between yeah. podcasts. <laughs> I don't know then. anymore. Um, and we're very excited for the Oscars. Yes. Why particularly? Because it's the Oscars. Irish. Oh, in general. Yeah. Well, this next, well, we'll have another podcast before then. And probably, actually, we have to do a preview. Yeah. Are we doing a preview or are we doing... A preview. Oh, okay, we're doing a preview. Um, and the guessing of which ones we we're think. In. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. Woohoo!